Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Whatever time of day it might be where you're listening, it's always a great day to live life inspired and energized with fitness and faith. This is your fitness and faith coach, Mike Kipp, and I'd like to thank you for joining us. Thoughts are things. Yes, thoughts are things. I've seen several variations of those words in a few books I've read lately. Thoughts are actually measurable units of energy and biochemical electrical impulses, and they are extremely powerful. Our thoughts stimulate or inhibit our spiritual development. Our thoughts also have a tremendous effect on our physical bodies. Even Albert Einstein said, I admit, thoughts influence the body. Freud called thought action in rehearsal. Dr. Robert Schuller wrote, You are what you think about all day long. Proverbs 4.23 warns us, Above all, be careful what you think, because your thoughts control your life. Wow, these biochemical electrical impulses called thoughts are units of energy that literally control our lives. On one hand, that sounds a little scary. On the other, the great news is we are in charge of how we think. No one else can decide how we think. We can allow others to influence our thinking, but our thoughts are in our control. We control our thoughts, and our thoughts control our lives. I read this statement a few weeks ago, and I've decided to start each week by reading it out loud to myself because it is so important and true. Here it is. Thought management should be thought of often. Did you hear it? Thought management should be thought of often. Let's examine how our thoughts cause responses in our bodies. Imagine being hooked up to a lie detector machine. The test is observing changes in our temperature, heart rate, breathing, muscle tension, and perspiration. All of those things are affected by our thoughts. That's right, thoughts. If you have a phobia, you know your fearful thoughts affect your body. I have a fear of heights. More specifically, it's a fear of standing on an elevated surface without anything to which I can hold. I show no effects of fear when I'm in a plane or a tall building or even on a balcony on the 30th floor. But put me on a ledge eight feet off the ground with nothing to hold on to and I will feel dizzy and my legs will literally shake. I can be watching a movie that shows someone else on a ledge and my body will respond the same way. I've known people who say that's how they feel when they think about speaking to groups. I know people who show similar body responses when they have a job interview. The thoughts we allow to inhabit our minds definitely have an effect on our bodies. In Norman Vincent Peale's popular book, The Power of Positive Thinking, he quotes a well-known psychiatrist who said, Anxiety is the great modern plague. And a famous psychologist who stated, Fear is the most disintegrating enemy of human personality. P. 
Peel also shares the words of a prominent physician who said, Worry is the most subtle and destructive of all human diseases. Negative thoughts of fear, anxiety, and worry have negative consequences for our physical bodies. It's a proven scientific fact. Thankfully, the opposite is also true. Positive thoughts are positively powerful. They affect our bodies in a positive way, making us feel more relaxed, more centered, and more alert. Positive thoughts and positive affirmations actually reprogram the reticular activating system in our brain, making us more aware of the positive possibilities all around us. Our thoughts will also definitely, absolutely, without a doubt, affect our spiritual attitudes and development. What we choose to think and believe concerning God and His love for us will have continual influence in our actions and outcomes. Thoughts produce our belief and faith. Real belief and faith show up in our actions. Say these words from God's Word out loud after I say them. Say them out loud after I say this sentence. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Did you say it? Say this one. If God is for us, who can be against us? In all things, God works for the good of those who love him. According to your faith, it shall be done to you. Everything is possible to the one who believes. What do you believe about those words? How would your daily thoughts be different if you said those words out loud every single morning? How do you tend to think, positively or negatively? We can all learn to be more positive in our thought process. It's something we can practice and improve. Our thoughts are powerful things that control our lives. Managing our thought process is a very important, if not the most important thing we can do to live life inspired and energized with fitness and faith. It's time once again for a little fitness and faith funny. A little girl was sitting on her grandfather's lap as he read her a bedtime story. From time to time, she would take her eyes off the book and reach up to touch his rough and wrinkled face. She was alternately stroking her own cheek, then again his. Finally, she spoke up. Grandpa, did God make you? Yes, sweetheart. God made me a long time ago. Oh, Grandpa, did God make me too? Yes, indeed, honey, he said. God made you just a little while ago. Feeling their respective faces again, she observed, God's getting better at it, isn't he?
Today we are joined by Chase Depew. He is the high school pastor at 12 Stone Church in Lawrenceville, Georgia. Chase, thanks for joining us today. Mike, thanks for having me, man. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to our time. It's going to be great. Can you please tell us about 12 Stone Church and your role there? Yeah, 12 Stone is a church in uh, the, the greater Atlanta area. We have eight campuses, and uh, I get the opportunity to work at our central campus, our Lawrenceville campus, um, as the high school pastor here. And so I just, man, my job is just so fun. I get to hang out with uh, about 250, 300 high schoolers every single Tuesday, and, uh, man, we just have a blast. So um, I really I really love what I do. It's fun. Now, you said on, on Tuesdays? Yep, Tuesdays. So you all have, have a youth youth only kind of thing on Tuesdays? Yeah, we we have a, a high school specific uh, service on Tuesdays, and um, it looks very similar to our um, adult kind of main service. Um, but we just um, we, we 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 teach curriculum that really meets students uh, where they're at, and, and just give them an, an opportunity to. We try to really relate to them. Um, and, and, and where they're at in their life. And so um, it's, man, we love it. It's, it's so much fun. Awesome. Can you give us a little of your background and how you ended up in ministry? Yeah, man. Uh, when, I was, uh, when I was young, um, a big part of my story is uh, my parents were actually uh, divorced when I, was, uh, when I was nine. And so um, that, was a, that was a really rough season for me as a young man. And uh, I'm an only child. And and so uh, I, I don't remember, honestly, though, a day uh, where I was not in church. And so I, I grew up in the church. My grandfather was the pastor of the church that we actually attended. Um, and so for me, man, church has just been always a part of my life, and I'm uh, very thankful for that. But um, in the midst of um, my parents being divorced and stuff, and just asking a lot of questions and trying to figure out, you know, life and um, trying to I was filling my life with things that necessarily uh, they were just they were just temporary, and uh, I just started asking a lot of questions. And uh, my grandfather, man, was a was a was a huge. Um, he's my role model, and uh, he's just a man that I looked up to so much, and I still do to this day. But um, he he just something contagious. It was his life was contagious and and the reason why it was contagious is because he just really loves people um and because he loved he, he loved jesus and so he loved jesus and he loved people and i was just like man i, I want to be like that when i grow up and so for me um at a, at a young age in middle school i accepted uh, christ as the lord of my life and then uh, that following sunday was baptized and um that year actually um I think it was in eighth grade. I I just I was at a summer camp and uh, I felt God's calling on my life to go into ministry. And so in eighth, eighth grade, man, I knew that I wanted to be a pastor. I knew I wanted to work in the church, and um, I, I just have really, uh, really never looked back from from that sense. Um, and so I just God's just, I've always always known what I wanted to do. So now, where was where was that that you were growing up and where your grandfather pastored? Yeah, man, I, I grew up in Tennessee, so I grew up in a very, very small town in that East Tennessee. It was like, 
the Tri-City area. Uh, probably most people, if, if they're listening, would know kind of where that is. Kingsport, Bristol, and Johnson City um, uh, is, is where I grew up. It was a small town uh, called Tiny Flats, Tennessee. And so my grandfather was a pastor, actually, in, in the city that was just right beside Piney Flats in Bluff City at a church called Bunker Hill Christian Church. Um, and it was a church of about 150. Um, and uh, he, uh, man, he loved those people and, and loved that church so much. Um, it, was, it was a blast. I was just up in Tennessee a few weeks ago. My, my son is uh, no stationed at Fort Campbell. Okay, cool. And yeah. So we took a drive up there, and, and then I flew home. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Well, can you describe your physical journey for us? How did fitness become important to you? Yeah, I, I've I've always been an athlete. Um, from uh, I think that was the my first word was ball. Like, um, and just from a very young age, I started playing uh, basketball in, in kindergarten. And I started just I, sports have it just I fell in love with sports and, and anything um, that you could do that was would, would be athletic. Like I'm in. Like let's do this. Uh, played played three sports growing up: uh, basketball, football, baseball. Um, with a quarterback on the football team, uh, shortstop on the baseball team, and I uh, was a shooting guard uh, on the basketball team. And uh, just, uh, man, uh, love sports, love being uh, active, love uh, going outside and just pushing myself to the limits. And so uh, for me, um, that's when kind of just this love for um, exercise and love for just physical fitness and stuff like that started to um, it was just, it's been with me from a very early age. Um, and so playing, uh, actually played, ended up playing college basketball, was recruited to play football out of high school, um, as a quarterback. And then, uh, just that, that calling in eighth grade was what meant a lot more to me than, than sports. And so I just, um, I decided to, uh, instead of being a punching bag for, for four years or three years and then maybe getting to play my senior year as a quarterback somewhere, um, I, I was going to go to Bible college, which I went to uh, Johnson University. And so that's in Knoxville, Tennessee, um, and decided I studied uh, it's, it's strategic ministry is my degree. It's, it's a major in Bible and then a major in strategic ministry. Um, and so... I uh, ended up walking on the basketball team there, and so ended up playing some some college ball, uh, basketball, and um, after that, like I just I fell in love too with weightlifting, um, in right as a freshman, like in college and that sort of thing, because I walked on as a sophomore on the basketball team, so I had a little bit of time of like, man, I gotta you know be an athlete, practicing constantly, like, and then having that year off, like weightlifting and running started to uh, I started to fall in love with that so that's kind of was, was my journey from then and how did that morph into whatever you're doing now I'm, I'm assuming you don't still play sports uh, in no. an organized way <laughs> right exactly no um, now it's just pick up basketball so uh, <laughs> um, yeah I uh, now having a family man um, I, my, my, my wife and we have twins so boy, girl, twins, and then we have number three on the way, which we're super pumped about. And um, you know, life gets life happens, and, and uh, you got things to do, and you got family to love. And um, but yet for me, it's like 
physically and, and when it comes to fitness, they're like, I can't not do something. Like, that is just an outlet for me. And so, uh, just in fact, this morning, uh, I get up at 5.30 every day, and I'll go to the gym. And so, I, I go to um, Anytime Fitness. It's, it's just convenient for me. It's, it's right by the house. And so, um, I'll go in there and, and uh, do some weightlifting. Um, sometimes I'll run on the treadmill, uh, something like that. And then, um, but I, I usually, on my workout days, what, what happens is, Sometimes I'll go to the, like, I have a, I'll, I'll kind of alternate. So I'll, I'll run. We have this place here in Georgia called Little Mulberry Park, and there's a loop, and it's 2.2 miles. So sometimes I'll just run in the morning, but then other times I'll go lift. But since it's been so cold outside, I've been, I've been hitting the gym a little bit more than I have been the, um, the trail, so. Right. Even down there in Georgia, I know it's been just crazy cold here in Central Texas. We've had, We've had three ice snow events in Central Texas this, you know, since this winter started. That is just crazy for around here. Yeah, that is crazy, so, man. That is so crazy. And so much for global warming. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> well, why do you think both physical and spiritual development are important for us? Oh man, I, I think I think physical development, man, is important just because it's. I, I mean. For me, it's like I, I think about this and I think about, you know, my family. I think about my, my, my son. I think about, you know, running around with him in the yard and, and doing things that, you know, he wants to do. And, and if I'm not physically fit to do that, I feel like I'm missing out. You know what I mean? Right. So for me, I, I just think that, and even if you go back to Scripture about how our body is a temple, right, and, and I, I think that we – have been given the responsibility to take care of it. And um, I want to be my best physically. Um, and I, I think that, man, overlaps with being my best spiritually. And for me, it's that it comes back to those moments of, of self-discipline, of drive, of perseverance, of, of, you know, I mean, pain. Like, there's just growth whenever, you know, you go after something uh, like you go after a goal physically, and the same with spiritual development. I think that you know I want to be my best when it comes to developing myself from a faith standpoint. Like I have to, just like I have to do those exercises in the gym, I gotta I gotta read my Bible, I gotta pray, I gotta I gotta do those disciplines to to make my spiritual relationship stronger. And uh, man, uh, the reason why I think it's important is. Because one, I think it glorifies God, um, both areas, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and two, it's just like I want to be the best me, and not just for myself, but for my family and the people around me. Right. Well, you you touched on some forms of exertion, but what is your favorite form of exertion? Oh, um, so my favorite. It's funny because it's changed. Uh, to be honest. Uh, I did a little bit of, uh, I competed in, uh, I was doing some CrossFit for a while in college, and it, then it then it switched to heavy weightlifting, um, or it was heavy weightlifting, then it was CrossFit, and then now um, it's been running, which is like, like that was a punishment for me, uh-huh. you know, <laughs> in, in high school, in college. It's like, oh, get on the line. I'm like, man, like, why do I do this? But, man, there's just something about, and I, and I guess that 
we have a great spot here, man, in Georgia, and, and we, uh, the Little Mulberry Park, it has a paved loop, and it's 2.2 miles, and it's around a lake, and so it's super, like, just life-giving, and, and you're outside, and you're just, like, it's, it's just awesome. You get a good sweat, and, and it, there's just something about it, but then what I, what I, what I really love is trail running, and so we have, you can run trails, too, at this park. And uh, I just, like, man, just get, getting lost in the woods. Like, there's something about it, man. It just does something to my soul where I'm just like, all right, this is it. Like, um, I feel like a man, you know what I mean? And, and it just, you're just out there. Um, so that would be my favorite um, form of exertion is, is probably trail running these days. It's, it's, it's a blast. Out there in the trails, you, you paint yourself up yeah, and stuff and, you know, you're well, kind of brave-heartish kind of out there. I haven't got there yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll scream and yell a couple times, so that'll be about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, what is your favorite way to work on your spiritual self? Oh, I'm a, I'm a morning guy, so uh, I just I just honestly like to get in the Word, man. I, I, I think just, um, there's something about God's Word um, and just sitting in his word and, and, and letting it just jump off the pages and just penetrate your heart. And, and there, I just, it's a very simple answer, but, but it's, you know, that, that's, the, that's my favorite way to work on, on my spiritual self is, is to really get in God's word because I want to, I want to know who he is and I got to know who he is if I want to be like him, you know? Right. And uh, for me, it's like, just soaking in that and, and saturating myself in the Word of God is just that. That's that's my favorite. Uh, I just I love it. Well, I'm not a morning guy, but I found yeah. that yeah. the morning is a time when I definitely need to um, be in God's Word and spend some time with Him to just set up my day. And it it took me many, 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 many years uh, for me to come to that conclusion. Um, but I finally did and I'm, I'm finally, you know, the last few years I've been spending time in his word in the mornings. I used to do that at night or lunch or whenever I could, but, but that morning yeah. time kind of sets up the day, right? Um, do you ever find yourself when you're out running and doing all the stuff with the lake and the woods and everything that that's a, that's a good time for you spiritually? Absolutely. I, I'll throw in some worship music. Um, and, and I'll, I'll just get lost, man. I'll just, you know, I, I, sometimes I find myself running with my hands up as weird as that is. Like, and people, you know, people look at me weird, but I just, I just really don't care. <laughs> and, uh, you, you know what I mean? Like I, and I'm, I'm like, I'll be singing and I'll like pass somebody and I'll, I'll like, just, you know, be real quiet. Um, because I, God didn't give me, and that's not my spiritual gift. Leading worship is, is definitely <laughs> not, I can yell and scream and, and have a good time, but I, I can't, I can't sing. So, um, yeah, man, or I'll listen, I'll throw in like a podcast or like a sermon or something of that nature and, and uh, just really like tune the world out and just get lost um, in in that. It's, it, it, it's the best. It's, it's so good. We like to call that exertion meditation. We're, we're exerting ourselves and then, you know, meditating yep. on God's word or God's music or, you know, just yep. getting in touch with him. Well, do you have a favorite Bible verse you'd like to share with us? I do, man. I do. Um, my my favorite verse um, in in I would say in all of Scripture is uh, Romans eight eleven. In 
Romans 8.11 says this. It says, And if the Spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies because of his Spirit who lives in you. And that, just to kind of translate that, the same Spirit that raised Jesus from the grave lives within us. And so, um, for me, that is a verse that I just, I hold on to them, and uh, um, it, it kind of goes um, along with with the the, the quote uh, question that that you're you're going to ask um, of what might be my favorite quote. And, okay, I'll go um, ahead and ask that. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's it's kind of the the, the whole the whole thing. It, it's um, I, I think oftentimes and I've found myself doing this in my life of of just like man, not living like Jesus or not believing um, that, man, God could do this or, or God will do this or, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I feel that, like, we we sometimes just, like, we don't, like, we say we're Christian and we believe in Jesus and all these things, but, like, our life, and our life really doesn't, like, reflect that. Like, and, and, and for, for me, it's like, this is the quote that, that I, I, I go off of. C.S. Lewis said it. My prayer is that when when I die, all of hell rejoices that I'm out of the fight. Um, I'll say it again. That's a good one. C.S. Lewis said this. My prayer is that when I die, all hell, all of hell rejoices that I'm out of the fight. And I really hope that's true for me. Um, I, I hope there is rejoicing that I'm out of the fight. Um, because I know this, and so does, so does, so does the devil, so does hell, that, that those who've accepted Jesus, we have the power that rose Jesus from the grave, and it's living within us. I don't know about you, but that fires me up, because, like, that is God's power, and, and, and he can live through me, and uh, I just really want to believe that and, and live that way. Um, and so... The same power that rose Jesus from the grave lives within us. Is my favorite verse, and uh, I want I want people um, to, to really live in power um, and, and understand the power that they've been given, um, and that's the same power that rose Christ from the grave. Um, and uh, man, we we should walk with confidence in that. Um, you know, I love that verse and that quote together. One of the one of the interesting things to me in doing this podcast is. Out of all the guests I've had, I have not heard one repeated quote, and I've only heard one repeated Bible verse. It's, wow. it's just interesting cool. how God uses different things in different people's lives yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, to, to just empower them. That's so good. That's so good. Well, the million-dollar question, if you could only put one thing on a T-shirt or billboard that everyone you know or with whom you come in contact could see every single day what would that be oh man i i think <laughs> uh, i i would hope that they um that that is the million dollar question my friend um <laughs> that is the million dollar question and this is this is non-Christian. This is Christian. This is everybody, right? Right. 
I, I had an answer, and it was it was living power, right? I, I would want people to, to see, hey, living power, but understand what power actually meant. You know what I mean? Um, uh, of live live out of God's power in your life, the same power that was used from the grave. But um, man, I, I would just simply want them to know that that that, that God loves you. You know, like. Um, God loves you, and 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 I think that um, when when we recognize that and uh, we understand the the message of the gospel and, and uh, His love for us, um, things change. Uh, I know for me, my life changed drastically uh, when when I when I truly met and, and accepted the love of God. And so, um, I, I would want people to know that if if the church has ever you know said anything different or, or had them felt anything different of like, man, there's a God that loves you and um, who, can, who can change your life. And so I guess that would be my answer now. <laughs> Live in power with a with a definition of power. Um, and, and you talked about God's love. And, and I think yeah. that one of the things that's so hard for people to understand is is that's the basis of all this. Uh, just, just accepting Absolutely. God's love. I like to say that that our purpose, uh, our purpose is actually to let God love us because that's why he created us. And then to just demonstrate that love to others, that the simplest form uh, of the power you're talking about is, is first to just acknowledge that, that we're here because God loves us. And for so many people, that's so hard for them to, to grasp because they want to look at, uh, stuff in life and things and yeah. and you know it's it's not always going to go exactly like we want it but as long as we yeah. can understand that God loves us and and that our main job here is to to love others and and once we accept that love from God that loving others becomes a lot easier no doubt no well, doubt how can people uh, how can people find you yeah uh, people can find me. I'm, I'm on uh, pretty much all social media platforms, Instagram. Uh, you can go at Chase underscore Depew, D-E-P-E-W. Um, and so uh, you can find me on Instagram or you can search me on Facebook. Uh, or you can go to our web, website at 12stone, um, 12stone.com and uh, find me on, on the staff page uh, under the Lawrenceville campus. Um, yep. Or, you know. I guess uh, email my email's on there, so you can go and, and, and check that out. And um, I'd be happy to if anyone ever reached out to um, have some conversation or, or connect or any of that. So, hey, well, thank you. I really appreciate you being with us today, and and I appreciate the work you do with with those high schoolers. We all know uh, how important that time of life is, and in, in developing our our foundation. Yes, sir. So, thanks a yep. bunch for. For being with us today. Thanks, man. Thank you. When I'm coaching teams and we come to the end of a practice or game, we gather together for a couple of reminders before we part ways. These are your reminders. Check out the website at fitnessandfaithministries.org where you will find valuable tools and information like our weekly blog study, exertion video links, and links to healthy recipes. It's all designed to help you find your fit. Please use the contact page to send us your Fitness and Faith Funny 
or suggest someone who would be a great interview. We'd also appreciate you sharing this podcast. You never know when a few words of fitness and faith encouragement might make a significant impact in someone's life. Thanks again for listening to the Fitness and Faith Podcast. And remember, it's always a great day to live life inspired and energized with fitness and faith.